Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing fantastic and that you're all having a great day. As a reminder, I have just partnered with a company called Swan who is giving away $10 in free Bitcoin to everyone who uses my affiliate link in the description below. Welcome back to another news I missed where I go over. News I missed. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's jump right into it. The Terra ecosystem is upgrading its network after passing a proposal to install three new updates. A few days ago, Terra fielded a proposal for the community to vote on. It was dubbed Proposal 894. Apparently, there are some issues that were overlooked during the creation of the blockchain. What? <laughs> That's crazy. The issue pertains to the creation of special accounts and how transactions are run on them. The proposal has since been passed by the community, and Terra is already making plans for the upgrade. There will be three main updates to the Terra chain. Update 1, to enable the creation of vesting accounts through normal transactions. Update 2, to rectify the specifics of an incorrectly whitelisted wallet address. Alrighty. Update 3, Allow users to initiate transactions and send vesting tokens to the community pool. I find it so fascinating the way that cryptocurrency projects rebound within the space. I had initially just logically assumed that Terra Luna anything was kind of done for when the Situation happened about two and a half, three months ago at this point, but lo and behold, people are still there. A lot of people are still wishing, hoping, praying uh, for an increase in uh, Terra Classic and also this new one. There's still a lot of hope as to what it can do and how it's going to upgrade and that maybe in a year people will have completely forgotten everything that took place, but yeah, this was a uh, relatively popular news, not the most popular news out there, but it is quite interesting to see how many people are still uh, throwing their chips on the table uh, for this project, just kind of assuming that it's going to spring back to life. I mean, anything's kind of possible. I would wonder about the sanity of the cryptocurrency market. If Terra Luna or Terra Classic, anytime within the next three years, ends up getting to like its previous all-time high price or even like a tenth of that. But alas, yeah, uh, Terra Luna is going to be having a another uh, update, upgrade, has been voted on by the community. Let's see where that story goes because it's definitely a, a story. Let's move on. Also in the news, whoa. Okay, it left. Also in the news, Mercado Bitcoin, a Brazilian crypto exchange platform, intends to expand to Mexico. The soft bank backed platform intends to enter Mexico before the end of this year. Mercado Bitcoin is positioning itself to take over the Latin American market by expanding tactically or just in general, just buy up everything and partner with everything and therefore. You get all the monies. In an interview, Reinaldo Rabelo, CEO of Mercado Bitcoin, stated that the firm would start doing business in Mexico. He seemed confident that operations would begin in the year's second half. 
Rabello, 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 Rabello. Rabello added that talks for obtaining regulatory clearance in the country are entering their last stages. He stated that Mercado Bitcoin would accomplish the move through an acquisition. The same strategy Mercado Bitcoin's investment firm 2TM used to, wow, to penetrate Portugal. 2TM acquired Lisbon-based marketplace capital, all these words, Cryptoloja, 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 making its entry into the country smooth. The CEO did not disclose any other details on the Mexican acquisition. I think I could have sworn that Mercado Bitcoin was something else. Wasn't that the mall? Or wasn't that something else? Like two years ago, we heard about Mercado Bitcoin, but it was like, hey, we partnered with the supermarket or something. Like it was something, am, am I the only one remembering this news? Probably. Am I making this up? I'm not really sure. So cool. Um, it says they're from Brazil. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the last like year and a half in cryptocurrency, for some reason, Brazil is like really hitting it hard when it comes to cryptocurrency adoption. Uh, we just had news a couple of weeks ago that Rio de Janeiro is apparently trying to become like a cryptocurrency hub of Latin America. And then about four days ago, we had news that Rio de Janeiro is apparently, allegedly, I think their mayor or something was talking about um, allocating 1% of the city's funds directly into Bitcoin as well. So there's a lot of stuff happening there. Um, during this, and I use air quotes, downtrend in market prices, we are not at 70000 anymore. Uh, it's interesting to see all the acquisitions, all the partnerships, and all these other things uh, taking place because most people believe that these things happen when prices are higher. No, you do it when the market's low. That's where you get all the good deals. Anyway, that's the Mercado Bitcoin, a Brazilian cryptocurrency exchange is moving into Mexico. News. Yeah. Let's move on. In a bit more uh, dystopian news, an allegiance, alliance, same thing, of Web3 companies have come together to build an open and borderless metaverse called OMA3 or OMA3 or the Open Metaverse Alliance for Web3. Right. The group says it aims to solve key challenges of the nascent metaverse, including preserving the freedom of information owned by users. Projects joining the alliance will be Animoca Brands, Alien Worlds, Dapper Labs, Decentraland, Star Atlas, and The Sandbox. In addition to Web3 projects that are already linked to Animoca, the alliance includes DAO framework developer Wivity, W-I-V-I-T-I, Wivity, virtual reality and game developer Space. That is how, I always wonder, you know how, how do, I'm going to say this very quickly. The names that people choose, they don't understand that they're difficult to find on search engines. I was looking for some other cryptocurrency project a couple of months ago. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And I was going to put money into it. it I forgot. It was, it was like one word name. It was a very common name. You named yourself Space. And blockchain gaming company Upland. And here's the tweet forward right there. Um, here's the dystopia news. The announcement of the new blockchain-based organization comes on the heels of the announcement of another Metaverse Alliance, known as the Metaverse Standards Forum. Founding members include Microsoft, 
Facebook, Alibaba, and Sony. Companies not known for letting users keep, much less transfer, or know that their information is being collected, or being able to freely move it between applications. And here's another tweet for that right here. So it looks like we've we've entered the doorway of the metaverse, becoming one of two things, or two things that will be completely separate from one another. The people in the cryptocurrency space will have to diligently continue to create and make metaverses where things are open and free. They've been a couple of uh, metaverse projects in the Web3 cryptocurrency space. I can already tell they are becoming far too restrictive in what you can do, what you can say on these platforms. They have a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, People basically like overlooking everything that's going on. They have AI that's looking to see if people are saying or even doing certain things on their platform. And and, and I, I don't mean anything relatively explicit as far as like, you know, pushing the boundaries of what the... You understand. You kind of get what I mean in some sort of fashion. And the problem is, is that that's exactly what Microsoft and Facebook and Alibaba and Sony and Amazon and all these other companies will be doing with their platforms. I don't want to use a platform. I don't like I don't want World 2.0. I don't want to put on a headset to go into a metaverse that is exactly like this one. That has the same exact sports, the same exact rules, the same exact boundaries. Like it's it's important for me in the idea that in the future if we have standards on earth, things we can and cannot do, if I throw my phone into the air, it's going to slam down into the ground. I want something playful and very happy that's not what we have on this planet i want to be able to go to a place that's not facebook or amazon or like hyper company owned where i can go with my friends and i was going to curse but you know we can for lack of a better term we can we can bs we can you know we can have fun on these platforms without having to uh say something or do something and then have like a red sign pop up in front of the visor saying account restricted bringing it on back um the metaverses that we're going to have in the future are going to be very different. They're going to be corporate ones and actual decentralized Web3 ones. Uh, this is, like I said, this is why we're walking into the doorway of it right now. Uh, because the metaverse standards for these worlds, for the corporation ones, will basically be uh, trying to make it appear as free as possible. Everything you do on these platforms will be collected. All that data will be sold to other companies and you will basically revolve in this loop for the rest of your life. I like the idea of something like this for Web3, where basically people have, and you can keep track of your data. You can say, the moment you enter, this is why a lot of times if you see those cookie policies, it's actually illegal depending on where you are in the world. You can even look this up. Uh, You're supposed to be able to say no to the cookies. It's not simply there are cookies, accept them. Once again, depending on where you are in the world, look it up. There's supposed to be something that allows you to open up the cookie policy and actively say no to everything. But a lot of companies aren't doing that because they want as much of your data as humanly possible so they can sell off basically pieces of what you are on the internet. That's not good and we cannot continue in this way if the internet and metaverses are actually going to survive at all. So let's hope that this works out. I may even look into the actual... Uh, standards for what the Web 3.1 is actually proposing 
Because I understand that they are businesses and will have to make money in some sort of way, but there are different ways to do that instead of having to try and get control over every single person and every single aspect of your metaverse. People will eventually just stop using it. Anyway, that's the uh, dystopian uh, cryptocurrency alliances news. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news, this article is written terribly. A lot of the articles, I don't know who's writing them. They they sound completely off. Acceptance of the Shiba Inu meme coin is increasing now that it has been listed on CoinsPH, a well-known Philippine cryptocurrency exchange. Currently, CoinsPH has more than 18 million registered users worldwide. This indicates that the Doge, the dog-themed cryptocurrency can be used by this large number of people. See, it's, it's always worded very oddly, and it kind of annoys me. Anyway, the point is, so yeah, um, Shiba Inu has been added onto another cryptocurrency exchange called uh, CoinsPH. We had news about the Philippines years ago being more into the cryptocurrency uh, area, but I wonder what happened. Um a lot of the news tends to focus on like Singapore and sometimes Japan and, and, and Korea. Philippines is no longer really that popular uh, cryptocurrency wise. So I once again had assumed that every crypto exchange in the uh, in the multiverse had already added uh, uh, Shiba Inu to their platform, but apparently not. So if you are in the Philippines, you can now get you some Shiba Inu, but you were also able to do that before because the internet exists and you can simply just type in the name of another website. And buy it on there as well. So, yeah. That's the Shiba Inu is now on Coins PH News. Moving along because Shiba Inu is in the news every single day. Also in the news. In a historic move, Ripple partner QNB has launched a direct remittance service for money transfers from Qatar. To the Philippines, this makes it the first bank in Qatar to introduce the service. Uh, Through the use of Ripple's financial technology, RippleNet, QNB will establish a connection with China Bank, one of the top private universal banks. And I'm wondering if people are getting this as I'm I'm saying it. One of the top private universal banks in the Philippines to offer this service. The new new service aims to offer the bank's clients an easy remittance process. As well as a quick and enhanced cross-border money transfer option, the service, which primarily caters to Filipino people residing in Qatar, will enable them to instantly send funds up to 50,000 Philippine currency to any bank in the Philippines. And there's the tweet for it right there between QNB, Ripple, and China Bank. I'm going to work backwards. Ripple's getting tons of new partnerships nearly every single day, every other day. It's quite significant in that uh, a while ago, we were told that Ripple would have tons of partnerships rolling out, and here they all are. Uh, Second point, uh, they're usually all in Asia and or in Asia. Mainly in Asia, uh, Middle East, some in Europe, little little sprinkle around uh, Europe. But it is interesting to see that their partnerships continue to flourish while they're continuously having um, issues with uh, corruption um, with the SEC in America. The other point is, I find it so fascinating, and I can't be the only one. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's interesting to live in a world where we have cryptocurrencies and we have learned. So it's, it's kind of like 
when you learn something new and that kind of stands at the forefront of everything else that you know, i.e., in this instance, the idea that these three entities join together to open up a, a pathway, a bridge, a road to be able to send money exclusively, what did it say, from Qatar to the Philippines seems so odd in my mind. Can anyone tell me why that seems so weird and so hyper-archaic in so many different ways? Is because you could, in essence, just normally send XRP anywhere. You don't need an actual bridge to be able to, like, send it to one. But it's it's this old idea of thinking about, like, there, there needs to be one path for one thing. This is why, like, even now, the idea of using, like, um, MoneyGram or Western Union, it doesn't make any sense. You have to physically go to a place or even, I, I, I know they have an app now, but, like, it's still stupid, and then send it specifically through their network by handing them cash or money or your card and then pay an additional fee to be able to send it there. But the only way that it can actually get there is if that other account that you're sending it to has that money pre-funded. So historically, if you're sending money from Qatar to the Philippines through Western Union or MoneyGram or any other service like it, you need to know that on the other end in the Philippines from Qatar that they have Qatari money. So that they can swap that within their internal system, like actual physical, like uh, pre-funded accounts, like literal accounts that say, hey, we have this money and now we swap it over into here. It has to be entered onto a computer. Why? Why? Why are these systems still around? Why are people still using them? You can literally in Qatar tell your friend, hey, dude, download this wallet. I'm going to send you some XRP. And then it's not even restricted to that. Like, this partnership is great in that we see crypto in a way fusing with the old system, making things easier, but also just kind of makes it more complicated. There's only one pathway that's opened. It's between Qatar and the Philippines. When we already have XRP that you can literally send anywhere you want at any given time. With like a one cent fee. I was going to ask if you know what I'm saying, but I'm pretty sure you understand explicitly. It's so weird. Even like when you see uh, banks integrating Bitcoin and stuff like that, it's like, oh, that's cool. Or the idea of like sending Ethereum or Bitcoin as like a payment option through these like banking systems. It's like, we don't need that. I can send you Bitcoin. You can send me Bitcoin. I, I can send it to every city on this planet right now if I wanted to. I could even write a smart contract not me explicitly, but one could write a smart contract on Ethereum that says, hey, send 0.01 Ether to these different, these 900 different accounts in every country, every city on the planet. You don't need a bank for that. You don't need like to go to someplace physically to have a, that has a partnership. Like think of somebody else in Qatar who's trying to send it to Bali, would they then need to wait for Ripple to open up another remittance service through that one corridor? None of this makes any sense. It's so ridiculous to see that the old system is integrating the new system in an old way. The same exact way that like we still adhere to SEC rules from, from the 1920s. It's not that we shouldn't be adhering to rules, but can we have something like 
after the TV was invented? After the color TV was invented? CDs? Internet. After 3G? Like, I would even... Why don't we have, like, proper regulations for financial markets, like, since, like, 2010? Shouldn't these things be, like, revamped and, like, re-looked at every 10 to 15 years to go, oh, okay. The SEC's rules are almost 100 years old. Like, it's from, I, 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 I think it's from 1927. The current banking money system that we have is, for, is from the late 60s, early 70s. Do you, do you know how much the world has changed since the 60s in 1971? Since 1991? Look how different our world is now from 2001. I'm going to stop rambling, but it's so weird going through these stories. Like I get happy seeing that old cryptocurrency projects or projects in general, not just Ripple, but you know, in general are being accepted. Like the the Disney using Algorand and the other one using, no, no, Disney using Polygon and FIFA using Algorand. It's cool. I like seeing this integration, but it's always like there's still just one road to walk down when we have millions of paths that we can walk at the exact same time and we're still being told to walk down this one narrow, crooked, half-broken street that has potholes everywhere because it's the old system. So odd to me. I find it so incredibly odd and I wonder what it would take. Nothing. Nothing. No, 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 nothing. I was going to say, I wonder what it would take for, for them to give up the old system. Nothing. They want nothing. They want the old system to be in place so that they can only benefit from it. Think of that. We have stable coins that give you a higher interest rate on your bank account than the actual bank does. 6% yearly. By using a stable coin that is basically a digital U.S. dollar. We don't need a central bank digital currency because we already have it in Tether in USDC AB494 coin. Why do we need the old system when we can simply just send Bitcoin back and forth? Bitcoin too much for you? Send a stable coin that's built on top of Bitcoin or something else like that. You can send it anywhere at any time. No cost, or whatever the actual network fee might be, but there's also other side chains and also Polygon. Use a Polygon stablecoin. Bam, there you go. One cent fee. The idea of this merging of the old and new, but it still is exactly the same as it was before, is one of the weirdest things in the entire world. I don't understand how even people within the cryptocurrency space don't get that we already have the answers. We're not waiting for an answer to pop up in 10 to 15 years. We have it right now. I don't get... So many people in crypto don't care, aren't paying attention. We could live in a near utopian world right now, especially when it comes to like money and finance. It's so odd that everybody like desperately... Oh, whatever. Anyway... That's the um, TMI rambling and Ripple has a new partner with QNB news. One corridor. Think of how many other cities and places there are in the world. Doesn't make a lot of sense. It just does not make a lot of sense. I, I don't understand. Alrighty. I do hope you all enjoyed. I do hope you all are having a great day. Great morning. Great afternoon. Great evening. Wherever you are. Wherever you might be.
do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening to me rambling. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you!